Down at Our Rendezvous is recorded before a live drinking audience. Well, it's been a couple of weeks, but we're finally back at the Regal Seagull for uh, another edition of Down at Our Rendezvous. Uh, ben Higgins, along with Shell, my wife, and we'll introduce our special guest here in just a second. But if you've been following along uh, with the Ben and Wood Show this week, you've heard about the troubles for our producer, Paul Reindel, who, um, as we speak, is recovering from surgery to remove his gallbladder. Now, we have a little experience with that, Shell, because yes, you had gallbladder removal surgery. I did. Um, about 14 and a half years ago, if I remember yep. correctly. I was six months pregnant, and <laughs> I had to go in and have emergency gallbladder surgery. Um, basically, with both pregnancies, I didn't eat any, I couldn't keep any food down. I couldn't eat, I couldn't re- really even drink water. Um, it was horrible. I lost a ton of weight. The babies were healthy, obviously. Um, but about six months into my second pregnancy with Graham, I was in so much pain. I thought I was in labor. And I went to the emergency room, and they were like, no, it's your gallbladder. And they wanted me to just eat, like, bread, rice, and toast, or, you know, whatever. Nothing the brat, fatty. The because brat diet, you need, yeah. You need so the, the bile like, in the gallbladder to, like, digest fatty foods. Yeah, so the doctor's, like, telling me this, and, and I'm trying to explain to the emergency room doctor that I can't even eat, that I haven't even be, been able to eat. So telling me that that kind of diet is going to fix my problem is not helpful. In the meantime, we'd gotten a hold of my OBGYN, who w- ran down and to the emergency room, came in, storming, blazing, no, 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 we're getting that thing out of her. No, she's been so sick that she can't do this. We're getting it out. And 10 hours later, I went into surgery, and they laparoscopically got rid of my gallbladder. And I felt 100 times better. Okay, you did? Because I don't totally remember. I I remember saying it was unusual to have surgery when you're that far along Oh, well, because you're going pre- under... Pregnancy. Yeah, because you're going under general anesthesia. So it's very scary. They had to... My OBGYN was in there, the anesthesiologist, the doctor that took my gallbladder out. It was it was very scary, but it also happened so fast that I couldn't really process what was happening. But they did. The doctor took a picture of my womb inside when he was in there getting getting the um, get the, getting the gallbladder. This out. was so before I have, the days of Instagram. Otherwise, so have, you probably would have Instagrammed it. I have it I, at home, and I'll <laughs> and I'll try and find it this afternoon. But I have this picture, and you can't really. Anything because it's just the womb, but there is a picture of the baby in my my stomach. So um, you felt better after that. I were yes. hoping Paul is going to feel better. Um, he's not having a baby, which no. is the benefit of, <laughs> of his situation. That yes. He's not going to still be six months pregnant. No. Um, so hopefully he'll be back next week and everything is going to be all right. But um, yeah, you handled that like a champ. You really did. The whole. I mean, I can't even imagine nowadays. First of all, going nine months without drinking just <laughs> seems kind of impossible at this point. Well, I mean, when you, when you really can't impossible. eat or drink, I couldn't eat or drink <laughs> anything the entire time. And so she was hoping, my doctor was hoping that when they took the gallbladder out, that I would be able to eat, eat and drink. It really didn't help in that sense. It helped as far as the pain, but um, I still was pretty sick the rest of the pregnancy. So. No. Now, why did we... We stopped at two. 
Would you say it's because of your pregnancies or because I didn't want to have a third? No, we stopped at two because I could not take care of Jack when I was pregnant with Graham because I was so sick. So we stopped at two because I knew there's no way I could take care of two toddlers if I was pregnant again. How many would you have wanted to have, assuming like normal pregnancies and it wasn't a problem? Maybe three. Three. One more, maybe? Go yeah. for a girl? Yeah. We never had the girl. But I'm okay. You know what? Now, two is just fine. Two is plenty. <laughs> two is a handful. When they're teenagers, I don't need you another realize one. that two is <laughs> yeah. quite the handful. <laughs> I'm fine with two. All right. So that brings us to our guest today <laughs> on Down sure at I'm sure I just mortified our guest with that Not story really. of the womb this is, this and is going in. This is typical conversation <laughs> on Bennett Woods during <laughs> Hammer Time, oh, which yeah. you can hear every morning in our 5.50 a.m. segment for the tier ones who get up early with our assistant producer alex perlin known as the hammer who's oh yeah joining us here it. at the regal signal hammer it's good to have you it's great to be here i love this place they got friends playing in the background how <laughs> awesome is that there you go just perfect yep. for hammer yep. um, yeah perfect bar yeah no so th- i thought this was a good segue because one time hammer time when you were co-hosting was yes. about how babies can <laughs> breathe when you're in a pool if you're if you're pregnant in well <laughs> i thought babies could breathe literally through a woman's belly button right so i got worried that like right. like I it's a snorkel or something yeah and i saw this woman underwater and i panicked and i was right. like oh my god what is she doing to the baby yeah. right now because yeah. how is the baby breathing i can understand that if you if that's what you thought i can definitely understand why it would be scary but then we explained that that's they not believe through their own belly button their own belly they button. That's oh, okay they, not, and not, the not the moms their own is where they get all their oxygen yeah oxygenated blood from the mom right but we've that gone through this on time, hammer time that hammer time that was an all-timer oh, so much science so it was unbelievable it was so funny <laughs> so um let's let's start and just get some of the people who don't know hammer get some See, of now, the um, i don't i i hate i hate to say this and then maybe i need to start getting up at 5 50 my alarm goes off at six because that's as early as I can get up. But maybe I need to put my, set my alarm for 5.50 <laughs> so I can hear Hammer Time. Hammer Time's awesome. Yeah, no, it's I, the favorite I, part I, of my I, day. I love it. So I, I didn't realize it was at 5.50. I, I, did, I do know that I never get to really hear it. So really 10 minutes it, earlier so. and you'll, yeah, you'll okay, catch I'll do it every that, day. Because I don't so. need to get up. I can just, yeah, just in bed. play in I'll bed wake and you listen up. to it. There you go. Well. Scary thought. <laughs> um, so let's just get some of the facts and figures. Hammer, how old are you? I'm 27 you years up? old. 27 years old. Yeah, born and raised uh, in San Diego. I grew up in Alpine. Yeah, I went to Steel Canyon High School, Joe McQueen Middle School, Border Oaks Elementary. Yeah, I love this place. Then I went to college to Central Missouri, football scholarship. Yeah, it was the best time of my life. Had so to come fun. back because, well, Missouri versus San Diego was an easy win. Mm-hmm. Been here ever since. I love it. Growing up in Alpine. That's, I mean, that's deep East County. Oh, yeah. What's that like? Because well, I'm a coastal kind of guy. So I grew up here. like in Alpine, and there's the old ranch and the new ranch. I was, when I first was born, I was in the old ranch. I mean, literally, it's called the ranch. So, like, we'd have horses just, like, walking around the neighborhood. They'd have their own little path, move to the new ranch. It was the same thing. It was just a gated community. And, I mean, it was really cool. It was kind of like the perfect place to grow up as a little kid because it's one of those places in Alpine. You leave the car unlocked. You don't really got to lock your house. You're growing up in the country, basically. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's li- San Diego, but it's still the country. I yeah. love Alpine. I love going oh, out it's there. The be- in the Little League there, like, I'm telling you, it was the best growing up. I loved Alpine. But you're also close enough to San Diego that if you want to come in to the city or the beach or anything like that, it's not... It's not so far that you can't manage it. Yeah, I mean, 30-minute drive if you want to go to the beach, but honestly, it's really not that bad. You kind of like it. You start to really get into radio and stuff, which is kind of how my dream started because you get used to those long drives. Yeah, 
And that is this your dream, the radio? Oh yeah, like 100%. I originally wanted to get into TV because I just love like I love sports. I've always loved sports, and I was like, if I can make this like my life, that's the dream. So I originally wanted to do TV, but like reading off a projector freaked me out. I tried to do it in college. I started doing the radio, and it was like the time of my life. I interned because you got to do like an intern to graduate. So yeah, I started interning in San Diego. Found out that I was like, I got to do this for the rest of my life. That's so fun. You're he's more so, of an ad lib. He's such a happy guy. He likes to ad lib. He doesn't oh, want yeah. to read off yeah. a teleprompter well, no, script. And you, I think while you love TV and you love your TV job, I would say that you enjoy the radio show and the your ability to the freedom to like talk more. You're not you're not filling a 60 second spot sports segment spot. Or yeah, I, I I sometimes feel a little unsatisfied at the end of the TV day that I didn't really get to do all that much. It was such a short segment. Sometimes, since it's at the end of the show, it has to get cut back a little bit, so it gets even shorter. It's like, wow, I spent you know half of my day here getting ready for just this little. But I mean, it has to be precise. You can't. There's no. You can't go over accidentally go over 30 seconds. The show will be over. So you got to kind of map it out word by word with the pictures matched up, all edited, so it comes out perfectly. It's more of a. It's definitely more of a finished product than radio, which is definitely like. Uh, we kind of have an idea of where we're going, but if we take it, you know, go off the rails this direction, that's fine. And we change plans midstream, it's not a big deal. You can't really do that in television. And see, for me, like, I don't like worrying about stuff. So when I was learning about TV in college, you know, you'd have to dress up for the days that you had to, like, present, you know, do your presentations. I was like, man, for me, radio was more about, like, you get to kind of go into work, like, with some sweatpants on. And it was more loose that and fun great. because you felt fun. And right. I don't know. I love that. Yeah. It's a great aspect. Yeah. That's fun. Go, you were going to say something. No, I wasn't going to say anything okay. at all. I was just, I mean, now don't always, I'm just giving some advice here for Hammer. <laughs> okay. Don't always go with the path of least resistance because you actually could do television. You're good looking. Yes, it requires a little grooming, a little dressing up from Which time to like, time. Man, it's got, not the worst part of the job. I don't want to keep getting haircuts. And I feel like <laughs> for me, because, dude, haircuts, it's a whole different thing. Like, man, you got to take the trip there. It, you know, it adds up price-wise. I got a good routine where, like, every month, maybe three weeks, I've got something like a wedding that, you know, right. is coming up. I'll do, like, a nice little, like, random haircut. But I got a routine. And people on TV, everyone's looking at you and being so critical. Like, man, this guy hasn't got a haircut in a minute. <laughs> Now true. I'm worried because I get a haircut about every five to six weeks. No, but you, but you start, you do, <laughs> I'm on television but every you day. do start to panic when you feel I like do, you I'm need gotta, a haircut. Get it I mean, done. you do exactly what Hammer's talking about. You worry about it. I do worry about yeah, it. Well, and you he's don't saying, scruffy, I don't want to worry about it. And shaving every day. Like, I do no shave way. every single day. Yep. And I want to like randomly grow out a mustache, maybe for November. You right. can't do that when you're nope. on TV. Nope, People are critical. Now, other sports anchors do grow the Movember mustache. I don't simply because I can't. But I like, I've seen Kyle Kraska at Channel 8 grows the Movember mustache. I could see you with a mustache. I can't. I have no idea what it would look like. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. So what would, what's your policy on men and facial hair? I like facial hair. Oh, you do? Yeah. You just can't. You I just, just don't, can't grow you it. You can't grow it. But I do like it. I may have grow patchy. Is that the problem? Yeah. I my, think so. I've never really let it go more than five good. or six days because I don't like where it looks at that point. And then I have to get back to where I've been in TV for... 
I mean, approaching 17 years where I've had to go in regularly and do television. I mean, the longest I'm ever off is maybe a week. I mean, I've never taken two full weeks off. So the longest I can go with just growing is maybe five or six days, which is nothing there. And then I can't come back with it half grown, so I have to shave. So Yeah, because you got to fully come Yeah, back. so literally for 17 years, I, have, uh, I needed to shave for work. So I've never had a chance to even see what would happen. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't look bad when you grow it out for a couple of days, so I don't think it would look horrible. Oh. But I, I don't know. There's just nothing like that awesome beard look. You see some of these guys in the NFL, like Julian Edelman for the Patriots <laughs> last season on that Super Bowl, one, had one of the most legendary beards of all time. I was like, that see, guy. See, I play off beards. I would get creeped out by the like the Eric Weddles and the long. Oh, what are you kidding me? That's the coolest thing. No, about no. What? God, I just feel like there'd be it'd be like dirty and germs and stuff well, in there. It's just they wash their beards. Just There's like hair. Your hair. Yeah, you yeah. shampoo but, it. Yeah. But you don't eat on top of your head. <laughs> I feel like with me, I'd have crumbs and you everything would. start living You just got to be more precise. You start would. eating breadsticks. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you would. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about breadsticks okay. for a second. Okay, so you have this. You love Olive Garden. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? Number and, one fan. And you got this pass. Pasta pass. What did you have to do to get this? Oh, thing? it was pretty simple. Olive Garden kind of put out this promotion, you know, and they warned everybody like two weeks in advance that they do this thing where if you $100 will give you this opportunity until it's a nine weeks where you can just, they do this thing never into possibles. You can be a part of it and you get to do it for 100 bucks as many times as you want for nine weeks. And then yeah. after the nine weeks, are you, you're eligible for this other one, right? No. So oh, when okay. I first did it, that was what I wanted to do because I wanted to be eligible for the grand prize, which is you get to, for 400 extra dollars, you get it for the rest of your life. Lifetime pass. Which right. is, are you kidding me? But there was yeah. a very limited number of them available. I think they only picked 50 and there was, they gave out my pasta pass to 25,000 worldwide. Right. So I'm one of 25,000. Pretty big deal. That is a pretty big deal. And you've you've been enjoying it. And how many weeks are we into the process? About this two is like and a half, fourth, I believe. Two and a half. Yeah. And how many times a week do you go? Uh, about five times. I have one day that I dedicate to like eating with my family and mm -hmm. they don't really want to go to Olive Garden, which right. I don't understand at all. Because <laughs> if you look at anything on Olive Garden, like they got great breadsticks, great salad, great soup. Anyways, so I'll dedicate one day for them. And then there's just some days where I just can't go. Right. Do you mix it up? Do you get the same thing every time? Oh, definitely mix it up because they got a whole selection where you get to pick like basically any type of noodles, any type of sauce. And they got like uh, four different toppings, grilled chicken, fried chicken, and then fried shrimp. And then some like vegetable stuff, which I don't even look at. You don't look at the vegetables? No, uh, it's <laughs> disgusting. Okay, but you're fit. You don't look like you eat at Olive Garden five times a week. I've so had what to, are you doing to make sure that you're not looking like me? Is what she's she's looking. No. Over I saw me. the way she <laughs> looked at you. Side and she was me. like, "Do I say like making sure you don't turn into this over here?" It's really what that <laughs> was. I saw that. <laughs> so you just randomly looked at him for no reason. I was looking at you for a word. I was not. Yeah, the word was Ben. It's a good question, though. I mean, what's your workout routine? Yeah. So now I have to work out like every single right. day, which it sucks because I don't like working out. Well, like, that's what happens. I don't when you like get lifting old. weights. It's yeah. really heavy. Mm -hmm. So like for me now, I've had to commit myself. So like any chance I get, I'll have to just go on a run. I go on like probably these four mile runs. I like to play Pokemon Go when I run. So it's kind of like I get to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. It's fantastic. That's awesome. That's perfect. And then you do do weights too. Yeah, I've been starting to get into that now. Once I got done with football, I'm telling you, if I didn't have to lift weights, because everyone's lift weights, it's not fun. It's really heavy. 
So I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. But then, you know, some people, I had a buddy come down from college and he saw me and I've lost like 20 pounds since football was done. So he's like, dude, what is wrong with you? I was like, all right, fine. So I got back in it just a little bit, but we'll see how long it lasts. Yeah. All right, so that uh, that transitions us over to the Pokemon obsession. Oh, which yeah. um, oh, so yeah. our, shall our kids? They've, they've been into they've Pokemon. Dabbled. They've, they've, they've dabbled. They've certainly in it. done it. Yeah. I mean, I think they still do on. When occasion. we go like on trips, they'll yeah, they'll new places pull it they like to you yeah. know find new. What are they called? Gyms or yeah, go on battle raids yeah. on Pokemon yeah. Go. That's the so, best. So yeah, that that's something they do. But you've taken it kind of to the next level. Yeah, I've never I mean, really how much stopped. of your life do you dedicate to the Pokemon? So basically, the game came out in 1996. I'll never forget the Christmas. I was four years old. It's one of my first ever real memories. And I remember I got a Game Boy Color and I got a Pokemon. It was the red version. My brother got blue version. And it was just the greatest video game of all time. It was just so much fun because the whole concept of Pokemon, if you don't know, is basically you get to select the starter Pokemon, mm -hmm. Charmander, Bulbasaur, and Squirtle. Remember those names for the rest of your life. And you grow up and that's kind of like... Basically, for me, you remember your first dog. I'll always remember my first Pokemon, who I selected. And then a lot of people, typically of my age, they kind of fell out of Pokemon after the second generation, which is silver and gold. I was like, why would you fall out of the greatest <laughs> video game of all time? So I just continued to play because Pokemon never stops. I mean, they got a game coming out next yeah. month, Pokemon Shield and Sword, and I can't wait. Yeah, the kids are excited about that. And too, then in I 2016, think. that's when Pokemon Go came out, which... I mean, are you kidding me? You're actually going to bring Pokemon Go into my real life? It was all I've ever wanted. So, yeah, basically, I've, I every aspect of my life has Pokemon in it. Okay, but don't be like one that guy that, like, fell off the cliff because he was too busy trying to get the Pokemon, was looking down, and he, like, Remember? Walked right over the edge. Wasn't that yeah. up here somewhere? I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've had yeah. some, like, even, so this was three days ago. I was playing my game, and, you know, because you are watching, like, at your phone, you're trying to see yeah. who's out there, and I'll go on my jogs. And you know how sometimes when you're these curb things, mm -hmm. you know, that are somehow higher mm -hmm. than the other mm -hmm. part of the road, I'll hit them and I'll fall over. And I'm pretty athletic, so I can turn my falls into a somersault and I can get right back up. But I've took some tumbles playing okay, Pokemon be Go. Car be careful! Don't break your face playing Pokemon. So, um, growing up in Alpine, San Diego, how did you become a Houston Texans fan? <laughs> so uh, my brother, he's two years older than me, and me and my, uh, you know, we got the classic, like, I wouldn't say we hated each other growing up, but, like, he couldn't stand me when I walked into our room, and unfortunately vice versa, because this guy was punching me in the face every chance that he <laughs> so got. The older brother. Up. Older brother, yeah. and he was, like, the worst. So he loved the What's Chargers. What's his name? Scott. Scott. Yeah, Scotty P. And um, so he's the he, huge Charger fan. And I, for once, just couldn't like like anything that he liked. And I didn't get into football until probably 10 years because I, you know, first love was baseball, as most kids are. I love the Padres. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to like this random team, the Houston Texans. They literally had no players on the squad. It was just like, all right, this is an expansion team. We're randomly going to pick them. So I was like, all right, I'm going to jump on board. I wish I wouldn't have because this team has absolutely <laughs> sucked and I have to commit. Like, I can't, like, get off. The, it's been 17 years. Well, like, I have to love them. Yeah, it would have been the Chargers then if you hadn't picked the Texans. Yeah, not much better. I so. mean, which would have sucked, Both too. Teams just <laughs> no, much worse, right. actually, yeah. at this point. Texans are pretty decent this year. Yeah, we beat Coming the Chiefs. Coming off a big win over the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. but Deshaun the Watson Texans. looks like the real deal. They always get your hopes up. I have up. Deshaun Watson on my fantasy team. He's the best. I, I want to name my kid after. She, I have, I also, she also I has Lamar Jackson. and Lamar so Jackson, and I swear like, to God, it's whichever one I don't play that does amazing each week. Always start Deshaun. I'm telling you what, the guy's going to win MVP this <laughs> okay, season. Okay. Good problem to I'll have. I'll do that. Yeah. yeah, I know. Speaking of problems, I'm sure Hammer has them. Everyone does. 
But he doesn't act like it. You really don't. You seem like a really happy person. I was saying to that to Shell the other day. Cameron just seems really happy. It makes me want to go to Olive Garden. And you know, I'm kind yes. of a food snob who doesn't really go to Olive Garden. Okay, didn't you make it seem so this, fun and happy this, that I kind of we want to go sitting, there now. We were sitting here, Hammer, and <laughs> I'm literally sitting here with a cookbook, meal planning a party that we're going to have. And I'm making all this food and planning on making all this food. And Ben looks is looking at his phone and he goes, I think I, I, I want to go to Olive Garden. It's just it's making Hammer so happy. And I looked at him. And I'm like, you have a wife that cooks food all the time for you, and you're saying you want to go to Olive Garden. But Show me the best chicken was, pot pies yesterday. It's so good. Because you seem yes. so happy. Don't That's you feel really when you hear him talking about it, doesn't it kind of make you want to go too yeah. a little bit? Yeah. yeah. Well, Except I got stressed with the, you were tweeted yesterday about the server, the new girl. The, and that, she seemed that poor girl. Yeah, it's just literally a newbie going behind the bar the first time. And you know how it is when you're doing like a new job. I'm literally at the garden watching her just panic can't make one single drink oh, yeah poor thing you have a long distance relationship normally that's difficult is but you seem to handle it with flair that's what i was gonna say so I've, i is kind it of long started distance? following your girlfriend on twitter too yeah, i think lauren not lauren that got me in trouble like for the first two months because <laughs> i guess the, it's very personal there's an a so if you say lauren it sounds like there's no anyways oh, okay she, i don't know if it's long distance because she's in vegas so it's is, that, long is that technically yeah. well, long she's not distance? here, so. How yeah. long does it have to be for it to be long distance? Like, I mean, is it Los Angeles? I would say, I would more say than, Los yeah. Angeles Yeah, is Los long I'd say anything too. over an hour is probably long distance. You're not living in the distance. same okay. town. So, yeah, I, uh, I'm in a long distance relationship. How long have you guys been together? Like two years, one and a half. How'd you meet? I met at a wedding. Oh. oh, yeah, classic, like Vince Vaughn at wedding crashes. I got him with the dance moves. It was awesome. <laughs> was she, like, with the bride and you were with the groom, or how did no, that work? No, so uh, she's really good friends with my cousin. My cousin got married, so she was one of the bridesmaids. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we were dancing and all that. We didn't really talk too much at the wedding. I mean, I impressed her with some of my moves, but other Obviously. than that. Yeah. And then uh, she followed me on Instagram. I slid into the DMs, and the rest is history. That's so fun. Two so, years do later. you guys go? Um, have you? Has it been long distance this whole time? Oh yeah, she lives oh, in Vegas. Has? She goes to school at UNLV. Okay. So, do you go visit her? I mean, how? Well, how do you do that? Like, is it every weekend? Oh or? no. So, like, on average, I probably see her like once every three weeks. Uh, I'll go up there. Show. She more comes to here because it's like, I. Right, it's San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah. Like, what do you want? Yeah. You want me to go to the desert? Now you can come <laughs> to the beaches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and plus I got like my own place to stay. She still lives with her parents, so it's just kind of cool for her to get out and like enjoy my house, even though my house, I mean, I live with three other dudes, so I can't imagine it's that much of a getaway for her because our house can be kind of disgusting. Yeah, well, that's okay. You're young guys. It's fair. What's, um... I live with three other dudes, too, and it's disgusting at our house sometimes. Now, I don't know if she's going (laughs) to listen to this, but at two years, you start thinking about potentially the future. I mean, are you... What do you... What's the what's the kind of discussion oh, about? Oh, Ben, spending, going in. You know, well, I mean, if, if not marriage, then certainly living in the same city at some point, you know, might have to be a consideration. Well, I think that's why we'll get in these fights because I don't really think very much ahead. It's also been one of my biggest problems in life because I don't really think past like right now. So she's always. But like, that's also why you're. That may happy. be why you're happy. Yeah, yeah that's there, why there I'm so happy. <laughs> but you know, so she's always trying to like ask these questions, and for me, I I don't know the answer, and she hates because I use the line like, "What do you want me to do? Like predict the future? If I could do that, then I'd get tomorrow's lottery numbers and I'd win." But yeah, she. Uh, I don't really know. I just really like her. I mean, borderline. Yeah, I, I will absolutely 100% love this girl. She knows this, but. 
uh, yeah, I get in trouble for not really committing to well, the whole. Well, she's still in school, though. Yeah, so it's, like, it's kind of like at this point, if she's still in yeah. school, you can't. You, you got to wait till she's done with that. You've got a good equilibrium, a good balance right now. And then, like, when she's done with school, you might have to update the plan. Yeah, and I really just love how my life is going right now. It's just so, like, calm, cool, and collective that I know, like, once that comes, I've never seen, like, any relationship that was just calm, cool, and collective, and they just, like, went and took the next step, and it just stayed calm, cool, and collective. Something always happens, so I'm just trying to delay that as much as possible. Well, I have a, um, I have a reverse hammer time that I want, because he always asks us yeah. weird questions okay. on hammer time. Okay. <laughs> yes. But I thought maybe you'd spin the wheel first, and then oh, we can okay. get to the yeah. reverse hammer time. So, Hammer, each um, episode of Down at Our Rendezvous, Shelly comes over behind me here and spins the wheel Beer of indecision. Five. That way we get to try a different beer that's on the menu. So whatever number she lands on corresponds to the 24 taps here at the Regal Seagull, and then they just pour us a beer of whichever one we land on. So she's got to do the thigh master for... Whatever reason, that's part of it. And then she's spinning a 22, which is actually not on tap right now. You're going to have to sp spin again. Is it something new coming up? Oh, good. Okay. We just added 20. You just blew the 22. So that's what you were actually drinking. Well, that's easy. You can talk about it. It was the Virgin Keep It Mosaic. Um, it was really good. So if you see it on tap anywhere, you should definitely get it. It's not on tap here anymore because okay. I drank it all. Well, and if you're interested in Virgin, of course, um, a few weeks ago, we actually talked uh, with Virgin Beer. Oh, yeah. We talked with a, Matt. did a podcast with Matthew uh, of Virgin, so we learned all about what my favorite brewery is probably right now in San Diego up in Carlsbad. So, and perfect, Caesar. Perfect Hammer, spin. have you met Caesar yet? I have not. Okay. You and will, if I have, you I will meet. You will you meet probably our friend have. Word of Torres on yeah. Twitter. Um, I don't know. He hasn't come in. Maybe he hasn't come into the I new building yet. I don't think he's come yet. in yeah. yet, but you guys have to get him in. He'll bring you good virgin beer. So here's the uh, hammer time question that I want you to answer. And Shelly, we talked about this yesterday. I saw it on Twitter. Would you rather win $5 million tomorrow or $100 million in 15 years' time? Oh, the tomorrow one for, for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, 100%. Because I don't need that much money. Right. Because I understand like what I need in my life. Like Right now, like. I'm kind of coasting it, and I'm really not getting, like, crazy money. You give me that much money tomorrow, dude, I'm good for the rest of my life. I would just keep doing what I'm doing now and just have that you as, like, You wouldn't immediately, chain. like, extravagant lifestyle, expensive cars, things like that. You'd probably just still live hammer life. And the, the only reason that I last. would go for the second option is, like, for my kids. Man, I'm not even really trying to think about my kids right now. My kids can work hard by themselves. That's what my dad's doing to me. He's not giving me <laughs> nothing. He's like, yo, go do it by yourself. And right. I'm going to do the same thing to my kids. Take my $5 million and go. So this is what we were talking about, which is interesting because we both said the same thing. We said we would take the $5 million tomorrow. But we also said that if we were younger, like maybe more Hammer's age, we maybe would take the weight the weight 15 you still have a lot of time to enjoy it because and a we're lot more old to enjoy. now and we feel like we don't want to wait let's 15 ask patty years. Okay. um <laughs> patty's here uh and he's back after a little out of country visit um so patty the question is would you rather win five million dollars tomorrow or 100 million dollars in 15 years well, given the, my age, geez, you kidding me? I'd take five million tomorrow in I a know. heartbeat. I know. That's how <laughs> I feel. Because I'm really, really old. <laughs> no, you're not. not no, that you're old. not. You're not. But that I old. just feel like in 15 years for us, our kids will will have already have gone through college, so that's not going to help them any, you know. And what are we going to do for 15 years waiting for our hundred mil? I, like, I think just I could rack wait. up a I bunch mean, of could, debt. 
That's true. <laughs> I guess knowing you're going to be able to pay it off. In I guess. 15 I years, know. that's a good point. Just, you know, credit cards. I don't but know. my thing is, wouldn't you want to be rich when you're young? Yes. Because that's when the funnest time to be rich is. Yes. Like, man, if I could be rich at 27, that's great. If I'm rich at 40, that's not as much fun. Because five million, five million would change our life. People who get rich when they're young, though, before they have life experience, it can cause a lot of problems too. 27, I got enough life experience. All Give right. me the money. Fair enough. I've waited. Hey, long listen, enough. you guys are. Not realizing there's one really important thing: the older you get, the younger you feel. This is true. And a little bit of experience. At four, at, at, if I had my choice of which age I'd like to get a lot of money, it would be 40. Yeah. Because you've got life's experience, you've established yourself, you've had a little bit of fun doing the regular stuff. But at 40 is when you can still travel and still be young and still enjoy everything that you can when you're 27 years which old. Which is actually why Ben and I had kids. When I mean, we had Jack. I was 23 when we had Jack. And 25 when we had Graham. Can you imagine Arnie we having two kids at your age, like a four-year-old and a two-year-old? We made I'm a that, kid. We made that choice, though, because we we wanted to be here where we are now. I, I'm 41, and Jack is 16, and Graham's 14, and they're... They're almost like Wood says. I mean, by the time Bo is like in college, he's going to be in a wheelchair. He's going to be that. <laughs> he's going to be. So. Bo's going to be pushing Woods yeah, around. It's okay, going to exactly. be awesome. So you know, and Shell and I will be out. You know, yeah, flying to Europe. We and will doing fun things. We need that five million dollars. Yeah, so. no, actually, we do need the five million though. So that'll help for sure. Um, so uh, I've got a few minutes left, Hammer. Um, let me ask you about your experience working with Ben and Woods for the past four months. Oh, Woods, um, and how it's gone. Honestly, man, it's really been great. So for me, like, yo, that time like that I've been at the station, like, you guys have heard what's been going on. I've been in the, right in the middle of it. Everyone has been, like, gone away except me. I like to call myself the cockroach of the station. <laughs> so, you know, I kind of, like, have kept an open mind with every single change. And, uh, man, it's been so much fun. Wh- I whose show it. were you working on before? I was with Dan Cilio. Were you yeah. were with Cilio. So that was, that was an experience. An experience and a half. Yeah. Yeah, but it's one of those... along with everyone, though. Yeah. So right. they, they like, I really can't say a bad word about Cilio. I'm sure other people can. For me, personally, like, did he kind of took me under his wing, and I was able to learn from him in, like, a lot more of what not to do. <laughs> but there were some things that I took from, like, damn, that was really important. I really can take that, and I grew, like, crazy. That's good. Yeah. That, I'm glad that he gave you that. And then I met these guys, and... Nah, this has been great. I've always kind of like that format of a show. I love the idea of like bouncing off somebody, you know, playing football. It's always been like team oriented. I never liked like the Hammer show or the Alex Perlin show. Like that's never been like me because I love the idea of like coming together as one. And so like with Ben and Woods, that's what it feels like. It's more so everyone's kind of coming together. One team, one dream is, you know, it's cliche, but I love the idea behind it. Well, and they they definitely bounce off each other so well with Ben being kind of the nerdier stat guy and Woods being more off the cuff. So I'm heavy and nerdy now. Oh, my God. It's been a great podcast. It's so good. Ben's going to leave today and probably not come home. I don't know. Um, So when we first got there... I, I don't think it was a, a huge secret. Woods has talked about it before. There was a little hesitancy, I want to say, about Ben and Woods coming to 97.3 The Fan. Yeah, I guess More probably some Woods beef than going me. on. But yeah, there was... Um, Woods had burned some bridges, bridges and he and needed to rebuild. He had been in the, in the building <laughs> in the past. I'm just kind of curious, like from your perspective, what was that time like? And now four months later, do you feel like, oh, no, this is... Everything's cool and, you know, we're, we're cooking now. So... 
when it all kind of started, my whole thing is when I got into this is like, yo, I believe in like staying in my lane. So I didn't know any of this drama going on. I didn't understand why people were so like weirded out about Ben and Woods coming to 973. The I'm like, dude, we need this because this is awesome. <laughs> so I literally had no idea what was going on. I literally have taken each and every day kind of the same. My whole process is because when I knew these guys were going to come onto the show, for me in my mindset, nothing changed other than the fact that the title of the show was different. Like right. my job was going to be the same. I was going to answer the phones. I was going to work the social media for the fan and it was going to be awesome. I didn't realize it was going to be this awesome. Yeah. And that's, it's been literally the time of my life. I know it's, he's right there, but it's been awesome. I, um, I don't think a lot of people at 97.3, the fan knew that it would be this awesome, but I think they still don't. Ben and, yeah. I think Ben and Woods know that it's this awesome. And I think, um, I think the well, team and, knows and, 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 and Hammer knows this. Woods is Woods is awesome to work with. When oh, when you're on bad. team with Woods, he has the ability to um, kind of lift everyone up. He's the wind beneath my wings. I'm he, just gonna he, say. He, it. I mean, you he know, might the, be mine there's too. a reason that he's the he's the coach of his baseball team, and you know, he's a he's an inspiring guy, and he, you feel like you wanna you wanna run through a brick wall for that guy. I so. will tell you that <laughs> I feel <laughs> I feel like when. When everyone comes over to the house and hangs out, which you're going to have to do sometime. I know you couldn't come last Saturday, but um, when everyone, it's like, it's like a family. It's like, it's so fun to have Hannah and Bo and Woods and Paul and Meg. Love Paul and Meg. Over at the house or like when we went to Roost Chris and we celebrated, had the celebration dinner. It's just, it's, it's a family. That was before we knew you. So everyone, I hope so. Everyone, everyone, like, that's no, another no, no, thing no, I wasn't no, no, invited no, no, no. to. That was before and that's Ruth they started. You got but me even like that. right now, like you know, Paul's in the hospital, and our texts are blowing up because Megan's worried. And but we're just a team. We're all here for each other, and it, it's a really special thing. And it's it's nice for me because Ben does work so much. So it's nice to know that um, I have all of you guys on my side too. So, Hammer, where do you see yourself in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years? What's the... I know you don't plan beyond one day, but you must have at least a couple of ideas, visions. Yeah, my whole vision... Well, obviously, like, for me, I know I'm just going to be super happy in 10 years. And I know, like, for me to do that, I got to find, like, a place where I'm happy. And I know it's going to be on a certain show. Obviously, I don't know what's going to happen in 10 years, but I know that I'm just going to be living the dream. I'm going to be... I think I'll have a kid. I know I'm going to have some French Bulldogs, a little Maltese maybe. My parents had those dogs, and they're just kind of the cutest little dogs. And uh, other than that, yeah, I haven't really thought past <laughs> tomorrow. So <laughs> for you to ask 10 years, I just really want to have a smile on my face. Dude, you just keep doing what you're doing because you are like the energy that you're giving off is awesome. Oh, so. Thank you so much. Good people. Good people. Hammer, I'm glad you can make it up. Let's have some lunch. Uh, no pasta pass here. You can have whatever you want. I got Take a little break, cheese on the menu. Break yes, from pasta, and we'll, we'll get some lunch for um, for Hammer, for Patty, for Shell. Uh, I'm Ben. Thanks for everyone joining us on this edition of Down at Our Rendezvous. Down at Our Rendezvous.